Welcome to the Happy to Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Stacy. Come on a journey with me to find out what it means to be happy to be you. Hello and welcome to another Faith-Filled Friday. A couple of episodes ago, I recorded one called It's All Bread. And I wanted to take a little bit of a counterpoint to that and look at it from a different angle. Jesus said, What man of you, if his son asks bread, will you will give him a stone? And I used that as an analogy to look at everything that's in our lives that we think might be stones and look at it to see how it might be bread. But I wanted to be very clear that I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think that you can never have a negative thought. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things in the Bible that say, be of good cheer, be faithful, believe. And I think be of good cheer is great. It's wonderful to be of good cheer. I personally am a more cheerful person. I'm an optimist. But I don't think that you can be of good cheer all the time. That is what psychologists call toxic positivity. That's when you never allow a negative feeling. You never allow the discomfort, the uncomfortable feelings like sadness, grief, anger, resentment, fear, all of those things. You just push them away and try to replace them with positive ones. That's toxic positivity. Somebody who experiences toxic positivity can also tell other people that they can't have uncomfortable feelings. When something bad happens, they try to say, oh, but just look on the bright side. That's not terribly helpful when you're in the middle of something bad. A lot of us tend to think that we need to be of good cheer all the time because Jesus said, be of good cheer, be of good comfort. All of those kinds of things that he said, I think they're wonderful. They're wonderful things. But don't use them to beat up on yourself. If you're not of good cheer, guess what? Jesus wept too. God got angry. He flooded the whole earth. He destroyed the Egyptians. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it's not like God doesn't feel all the feelings. I think he feels all the feelings perfectly. And I think part of our journey here on earth is to learn how to feel fully, to be fully human, to be fully immersed in this experience where some of it's good and some of it's not where we see something that we think is a stone and we just can't see the bread. It's okay to have that in, 
in lieu of toxic positivity. I don't think being positive all the time is a good thing. I think sometimes it's okay to even be mad at God. He's a big, he's a big boy. He can, he can handle it. <laughs> Let me tell you about, just going to get a little bit personal about my Monday, the 13th of March, 2023. It started out okay. I was super excited. I was ready to go, got to work, started with my new time plan, started answering emails and looking at how I could enhance this thing or that thing and how I can get this done and that done. And somebody said something and I responded in a way that bothered them. That was the first thing. And that just kept coming up over the day. I could, I should have done that better. I could have done that better. It, it could have been less, um, less, uh, uncomfortable for both of us if I hadn't responded in that way. And then at work, I kept getting corrected. It was just one thing after another. And this has been going on for a couple of weeks. So it's not that Monday was the first day that this happened, but it seemed like every interaction with my boss was just, well, you didn't do this right and you need to correct that and you need to send out a, an apology letter to this person or that person. You need to, to change this and change that. And I just felt like I was kept getting corrected. And so, of course, my brain goes to, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. I'm doing everything wrong. And guess where that led? The result of that thought, if you know the model by Brooke Castillo, this is how life works. You have a circumstance and you have a thought about the circumstance. Now, me getting corrected was just a thing that happened. Just a thing that happened. It was my thought about it that wasn't helpful. I'm doing everything wrong wasn't a helpful thought. And I felt incompetent. And that's one of the things I really, really do not like is to feel incompetent. I like to feel like I am useful and competent. I pride myself in that. That may not be a good thing. I don't know. But I'm doing everything wrong. I felt incompetent. And I just beat up on myself. And I looked for evidence that I was doing everything wrong. And I started finding things wrong with my coworkers and my boss and, you know, all that, all that fun stuff that you do when you start feeling a feeling that's uncomfortable that, and you're trying to get rid of it. <clears throat> my result was I wronged myself by beating up on myself. So instead of supporting myself and loving myself through making mistakes because I'm human, I beat up on myself and that wasn't very helpful. And I noticed it right away. I noticed that that thought was not going to lead me to a good place. And so I decided, okay, so what could, who do I want to be in this moment right now when I'm feeling like he's correcting me? He keeps telling me I've got to do this differently and I've got to do that differently. And I decided to think a different thought to look at it from a different angle and take a different take on it. And I thought, I'm doing my best. And that took away all of that guilt. 
I still felt the discomfort. I still felt the displeasure and I still felt incompetent. <laughs> Maybe not incompetent. I still felt the mistakes. I feel, still felt the shame of the mistakes. But it was, there was no guilt layered on top of it. So the pain was more clean rather than the dirty pain that I was heaping self-flagellation and disappointment and guilt and all those other things on top of feeling incompetent. Now it was just, uh, okay, I made a mistake and I felt bad about making a mistake. So the result was that I did my best for myself. When I had the thought, I'm doing my best, it created a result that I was doing my best for myself. That I had my own back, that I was going to support myself in all my mistakes and all my triumphs. I'm just going to be there for myself. I'm just going to have my own back. And I didn't make it worse by beating up on myself. So that, in that circumstance, was where I found the bread. The mistakes looked like stones, but what they taught me was that I have my own back even when I'm really royally messing stuff up. And that was what the bread was. That's where I found the bread among the stones of feeling incompetent. That's where I found the bread. I'm doing my best. And I really did believe that. I'm doing my best. It just took all of the painful overlays off and I could just feel the displeasure and the shame and the discomfort of making mistakes without layering it with unnecessary feelings and without slipping into toxic positivity. I could still be of good cheer knowing that I have my own back and when I make mistakes, I'm only human. I can still be of good cheer while feeling the discomfort of those mistakes. So there's the counterpoint to it's all bread, toxic positivity. I think there's also toxic negativity, but that's a different podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Well, there you have it. If something piqued your interest, feel free to join me at happytobemecoaching.com. That's happy, the number two, the letter B, M-E, coaching.com. I'll see you next time. Thank you.